Hello and welcome to Box Office Culture. I'm Tony Nunes, the host of Box Office Culture. All right. Hello and welcome to Box Office Culture. I am the host of Box Office Culture, Tony Nunes, artistic director here at the United Theater, where you are listening on the United Theater Podcast Network. Today, we are talking about something that we're doing at the United Theater, something we have been doing for a couple of years now, um, something that is exciting to me about my job and about our work here and about our output of content here at the United Theater, and that is the film series. So we have uh, three cinemas here at the United Theater. If you've been here, you know. If you haven't, come check it out. Uh, our cinemas, we, we are considered a first-run movie theater, so we're showing new movies right now. Our new movies playing are Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Champions, and Living. What we try to do there is mix up uh, one of our third screens, our smaller screen, to be more of an art house uh, second run indie art house documentary kind of space uh, so we can showcase some of these movies that don't tend to play around areas like Westerly Rhode Island but rather in places like Boston or New York and that's a lot of fun and what it's done is ha- it's created this this whole film network of, of people in our region that have come out and said hey we love film We love coming out to films at the United. It's special. So what we did is we created a film series, one to start, uh, and we have many that we're going to talk about on today's show. And the beauty of these film series is they're all repertory films, sometimes new films, but it's our attempt in way of creating an an actual active film culture here in, uh, you know, southern Rhode Island, southeastern Connecticut, and, and all of Rhode Island, really. And it's been flourishing, and we're excited, and we want to share more about it and talk a little bit about what we've done, what our various film series are and consist of, and what's coming up here at the United. So that is today's show, and with that, we will be back to talk about our number one film series, Neighborhood Watch, after this break. All right, I am back, and joining me again today is Lee Metzger. Hello, gang. It's the old Lebo back at it again. Lee was on our last podcast. Lee also hosts a podcast here at the United Theater called The Load-In on the podcast network, and uh, Lee is our podcast producer in-house as well. So yes, sir. He's very good at his job, and uh, he's a good guest because I think we have fun when we talk back and forth about these things we have a good time we like to talk about movies we like to talk about tv shows we like to talk about fandoms we like to talk about geek cultures it's all the it's all the things so before we talk about the film series that we're running which you have uh, a a a key part in i will say and and i'll give a little history and backstory on that when we get there um but you just mentioned tv shows I kind of want to start this show from now on with a little bit of talk with our guests about, like, what are you watching? What are you watching right now? Well, um, a friend of mine did recommend that I start watching Shrinking. Um, that's, that's a good friend. Yeah, he's got good recommendations. So it's I did start watching it. Um, it is Tony Nunes, host of Box Office Culture. I started watching Shrinking. I like it a lot. 
And shrinking is on Apple TV. That's right. Tell tell the listener what shrinking is. So shrinking, um, the the premise is that Jason Siegel plays a therapist. Uh, he's he he um, is a therapist in a um, I don't know what what would you call it like a uh, a therapist group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, his fellow therapists are played by. Um, Jessica Williams and Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford kind of plays like his mentor. Who is Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. He's been in a couple films. There was one about uh, him fighting robots. There was another one of him running away from a guy with one arm or something. Okay. There was another one where he wears a funny hat and he uses like a uh, a rope to like hit people with. He's in Star Trek too, right? Star Trek. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, great series. Um, but so it, it kind of, um, it's a, it's a lighthearted, I, it's been described to me as kind of like, um, uh, I love you, man. Um, as a, uh, like kind of, I don't know, th- there is lighthearted aspects of it, but it, the things that it deals with are kind of heavy sometimes. Like he loses his wife. That's kind of where this, where the story begins is this therapist's, um, attempt to help other people and how that in turn helps him work through his trauma and um it's a great film or it's yeah, a great it's, tv show it's charming as hell it I is mean, it's incredibly charming and and i love watching i mean jason siegel is hilarious i love his everyman persona which he's doing again kind yeah. of like the the i love you man vibe forgetting sarah marshall vibe yeah same kind of thing harrison ford though I mean, uh, this whole cast. I was cast, surprised. This whole cast. I mean, Jessica is um, really, really probably the funniest part of this show. Yes. But Harrison Ford is just having a good old time. He is. He's chopping it up. And I, I did not expect this kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just because I always assumed that he was kind of a curmudgeon in real life. Um, he always seemed like in interviews, he kind of always seemed to be just over it. Bothered whatever he was. by it. Yeah. 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 And this one, he he does kind of he plays that character. He does play this um, no frills uh, kind of character who is a bit stodgy. But there is, like you said, I mean, it has he has heart, and it, it, there is a, a charming aspect. He has a relationship with his daughter that is uh, kind of strained. Um, he he develops a relationship with. Jason Siegel's character's daughter in a more of a in another kind of mentorship in a different way um and it he shows that he does have this strength of um as an actor the range that he shows I think is is I was I was uh it was unexpected yeah because he's dealing with some health issues his character is dealing with some health health issues as well um, so I think I mean it's, it's I'll, funny. I'll, it's a funny show, but he, I mean I'll tell you what he's he's hilarious in it. Mm-hmm. But this show has so much like it has so much heart. And yeah, it just you know it makes you feel everything. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's kind of that perfect show where you, you know you you really connect with the characters and you feel happy and sad and excited for them and you're rooting for them. It's it's a rare kind of show these yeah. days. No, I, I but. I was uh, earlier we were talking about it and it was really funny when we were I'm watching it with my wife and at one point um, Jason Siegel says hey Siri and then my phone lit up because uh, apparently we have the same a- affectation 
<laughs> apparently. I've been told is that she, we sound similar. Is she enjoying that show too? She is, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's a it's a nice little surprise. And and interesting directors like Zach Braff has has directed some of the episodes. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Because he like you know The music in this show is really good. I mean, the first episode alone, I remember listening, I was like, wow, they blew their entire budget. Yeah on this movie or on this show and in episode one on, on music. But then I remembered it's on Apple TV and I'm sure Apple has access to way more music. I'm, I think it only cost them a dollar 27. I think so. Yeah. Bargain. Um, so yeah. So that's what you're watching. I'm watching the same things. Yeah. Shrinking is a great recommendation. So anybody out there looking for something to watch a new show shrinking on Apple TV, I, I can't recommend it enough. And Apple if, TV is great too. I'll say a is. lot of people, I always say severance, yeah, I mean, people know Ted Lasso, but a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I don't have Apple TV. Mm-hmm. There's another show in there, For All Mankind, um, which is this really interesting, if you're a space nerd, uh, a mm. really good show. Check out Apple TV. Is Avenue 6 on Apple TV? I don't know. I'm not familiar with Avenue 6. Oh, it's it's got Hugh Laurie. He, he plays like a... Oh, no. I think that's HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk a little bit about film series um here at the united before we opened um just to give a little bit of history before we opened and when we opened our staff which was really small at the time it's still pretty small but our core staff including the the cafe the restaurant next to us we would have these these after hour screenings of the movies that we were showing so i, I can't remember what the first movie we did this with but like dune for instance yeah um the green knight uh, mm-hmm. These really great movies, we would at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, we would all gather together and watch it. And you dubbed this the, the neighborhood watch, the neighborhood watch, because here we are, a little neighborhood of of people into mm-hmm. film working together. Um, and that name stuck. I really like that name, yeah. neighborhood watch. So when we decided to take this idea and put it into the public mainstream, I guess um, I, I took the neighborhood watch name. And I said, let's let's call this series, which is we call it a series, but it's also a bit of an unofficial film club. Yeah, um, we call it Neighborhood Watch, and Neighborhood Watch, our our tagline is is we're watching together. I think we're watching with you. We're watching with you. Thank you. Um, and you know, we did some fun branding using you know Neighborhood Watch signage. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's fun. It became its own thing. We started this. Um, I don't remember what our first movies were, and, and that doesn't. I can tell you, um, the first official Neighborhood Watch was on July twenty first, twenty twenty two, and we watched Nope, nope. the Jordan Peele. That's film. right. That's right. We did a special sneak preview screening of Nope, mm-hmm. um, and then it's gone all over the place. So, the, well, the, you say it's gone all over the place. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. I know where you're going to go here. Uh-huh. Okay, um, but. It's go. It, it is going all mm-hmm. over the place now. So the description, the official description for mm-hmm. Neighborhood Watch, which is our first film series, is Neighborhood Watch is a series of films curated by cinephiles for cinephiles. The series includes the best foreign genre and art house films, as well as fun screenings of B movies and midnight classics. Many of the screenings in this series uh, sometimes will include talks with filmmakers, talks with each other afterwards. This is something we're going to do a lot more of in the future, and I'll talk about in a minute. Um, Some of the movies we've shown in the series, just to go through them, um, we've shown Bong Joon-ho's Memories of a Murder. We've shown the original Heavy Metal, um, the movie Pearl when it came out, 
because a lot of these are repertory older classic films or obscure classic films. And then some of these are new films that we're not getting for a regular cinema run here, but we decided to show as a one-off like Pearl. Um, we've done a Halloween series with Rocky Horror Picture Show, The Shining, the original Halloween. We've shown Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Gremlins was our neighborhood watch around Christmas time. We recently showed Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Player, The Big Picture, and For Your Consideration to kind of celebrate the Oscars and, and the movie season of March. Um, and then one particular movie, which had an amazing turnout, was mm-hmm. Mad God. Yeah, uh, one, of, one of the Tippett's most Mad God. One of the one of the 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 best, the most well attended neighborhood watches. Incredibly well attended. We had people driving out from far away to see this movie because. They couldn't see it anywhere else. Nobody was really showing it in a theater, at least. Yeah. Um, so this movie, uh, if you've not seen this movie, it's it's an animated stop motion animated film that Phil Tippett, who worked on Star Wars and Jurassic Park, took a very very long time, decades, I believe, creating this film. Yeah, and I think it was over thirty years. Yeah, it's it's a labor of love. And Maybe even closer of, to fifty, because I don't know. I think he was working on it when he was working on Star Wars, and that was in the. 80s it's a brutal movie it is a it designed to be designed to be brutal designed to be a an assault on all of the senses an assault is the right word yeah um and the the best part about this we we showed this back in august of last year this is my most notable of our screening so far for neighborhood watch because it was the day before my birthday and this was the gift that you gave me (laughs) that that's part of it your reaction was was part of this but people, people's general reaction overall, everybody had a different reaction to this film. Some mm-hmm. people loved it. Some people were like, what the hell did I just watch, including you? Mm-hmm. Some people were, were like, that was awful, like mm-hmm. you. Yeah, um, also me. Uh, but the great thing was everybody stuck around after the screening, and we, they were just loitering around talking about it. And that's when we were like, we need to, we need to take this idea and create the salon mentality, which we're going to do starting next month Mm -hmm. where our gallery after some of these screenings, not all will turn into a little bar, uh, which we're calling post credit scene. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to go and grab a drink, have conversations. Sometimes some of these conversations may be moderated by people from, you know, con college, URI, our own staff, um, just asking, you know, what did you think about the movie? Let's have an open discussion kind of like a book club Mm -hmm. i think that's going to be a lot of fun but mad god really elicited so many interesting different responses um that it was a testament to the power of of these kinds of movies as because a lot of what we do show in neighborhood watch are they're slightly challenging movies we we had a bit of a time where we were doing a little too many genre Mm. like horror genre type movies Mm -hmm. Uh, we're trying to mix it up a little more um, but the, you know, these movies do elicit interesting responses and that's part of it. So we want to talk about them after. So, yeah. Um, and, and you do, you said that we, there was a definite, um, pattern. Would you say to the beginning of these, they were dark because we had nope and violence and then crimes of the future and crimes then of the future too. And yes. then, and then mad God and then memories of a murder, then heavy metal and Pearl and then killer clowns. There was from some outer body space. horror. Rocky Horror. Yep. There was The Shining, then Halloween, then Close Encounters. Yeah, it was very horror centric. Yes. But we've we've skewed away from that. So our our last neighborhood watch was a double screening. Mm-hmm. A what did you call it? Uh uh, 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 uh it was a guest fest. Guest fest. So Christopher Guest's 
two films about the movie industry. That's right. The Big Picture and For Your Consideration. We did a double feature of that. And then coming up on Neighborhood Watch. Yeah, um, what's the next one? The next one. Is, is it a horror film? It, it, yeah, it is. Okay, <laughs> but uh, it's one of my favorite horror films too, I will say. So Ari Aster, the director, has a new movie coming out called Bo is Afraid with Joaquin Which Phoenix. Which looks incredible. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, Ari Aster did Hereditary and he did this movie that we're going to show. I'll talk about in a second. Um, but Bo is Afraid is coming out. It's coming out at the end of May. We'll probably get it here. Uh, or I'm sorry, the end of April. We'll probably get it here in May, maybe early June. Um, but in celebration of that, I am showing Midsummer, which is his in the in the bright light, colorful horror film, which is one of the most horrifying, very hard to watch, but uh, incredible because it really sticks with you. It, it it's one of the best horror films I've seen in yes. a long, long time. Very po- uh, polarizing. Mm-hmm. I will say I know people who hate this movie or think it's way too disturbing. Um, a friend of mine watched this film and then he said that he couldn't watch anything for a week. Yeah, it's hard. There's like some... anything. He couldn't watch things. I'm sure. Florence Pugh, uh, this is one of her first mm-hmm. roles. Um, she's incredible in this movie. I mean, her performance in this movie is amazing. Yeah. Um, but that that we're showing that. Uh, in celebration of of Ari Aster having a new film, we're showing Midsummer on April twenty seventh at seven thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. here in our main cinema. Join us, um, and we will definitely have a post credit scene, salon style follow up. Yes, there will be a detox after after the viewing. Yes. Um, I, I listen. I'm giving you a hard time, but I, I have to say, the thing about the neighborhood watch. It's designed to challenge people. It's designed to get you out of your comfort zone and to watch something that you might have not otherwise seen. Um, Sure, that lends itself pretty conveniently to horror films because these are films that are designed to be tough to watch. They're designed to challenge you. However, um, like I, so for instance, I would never, ever watch Mad God on my own. But I'm glad that I did, and I'm glad that I stuck it out because now I have this, um, I learned something. One, well, I learned a couple things. The first thing I learned is that I, that movie was an awful experience. Good movie, I would say. A good, good movie, technically speaking. Bad experience. Yeah. But for you. Opinion. That's, that's, that's an opinion. That's your opinion. That is my opinion. That's what's great. Um, and it led to... Uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes of conversation with other people about what they took, what their takeaway, what they thought of it, what they saw, um, how it, you know, impacted their lives or, or how that they, how, what, whatever they were going through. Um, but then, you know, these other movies like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that's just a fun movie. That's just a fun Some, experience. Like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky we Horror do Picture props. Show. People love so the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was super fun too. But the, um, but these are built for these are Gremlins. built to watch with an audience. Yes, all of these films. You can uh, watch a bunch. You can you can probably see a good amount of these at home on your TV. But it's not an it's not an experience. It's, no, the point is come out with a come out and meet new people first yes. of all. This is a great space to meet. We have like all kinds of people, all ages. Really creative people, really nerdy people. These amazing people come out for these films. We have a regular group that comes out for the majority of these. Yep. And we've actually built an, a really interesting little film community. It and is a yeah, and it's about building that community mm-hmm. is the most important thing that we're doing here. 
you're going to make new friends when you come out to this. You're going to talk. You're going to you're going to share some laughs. Even if you watch the most disturbing, hard-to-watch movie, you're going to laugh about it after because nothing pulls you together like watching these like kinds of movies. Like shared trauma. Shared trauma in the dark. Yeah. And then coming together after to laugh about it. I mean, it sounds weird, but it's it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the other movies that we have coming up on this series, uh, we, we usually do one of these a month. Um, so our April one is Midsummer. In May, on May 25th, we're showing the film 52577, which is uh, directed by Patrick Reed Johnson. It's this very indie, homespun uh, film that Patrick Reed Johnson made about his experience when the first Star Wars came out. First Star Wars came out on May 25th, 1977. Um, so we're, we're kind of celebrating um, the, the release of Star Wars by showing this movie. Um, it's a it's a fun time. It's it's a small little indie movie, um, and I love showcasing these kind of small movies. And June, uh, so June on the big screen. Well, these are all on the big screen, but on the <laughs> first run screen, we're showing uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, mm-hmm. the new Indiana Jones film. I think. I mean, I'm very excited for it. So, in the spirit of that, some of these film series we have coming up, I've curated some screenings of films that are that kind of fall in the adventure category and one of those films that we're showing as a neighborhood watch in june is the film sorcerer now not many people know the film sorcerer i don't know this film sorcerer that's to surprise no one uh yeah i mean it's it has nothing to do with sword and sorcery um sorcerer is directed by william friedkin uh it came out in 1977 the same year that star wars did um it stars Roy Schreider, and it's this really interesting uh, action. The guy from Jaws? The guy from Jaws, yeah. It's this really interesting action-adventure kind of film. It's a remake of the film The Wages of Fear, um, which was uh, this really famous foreign film from the, the 1950s. Um, it is a, it's about four outcasts from varied backgrounds that meet in a South American village where they're assigned each to transport cargoes of aged, poorly kept dynamite that is so unstable that it's sweating. Uh, it's sweating nitroglycerin, um, and they need to, to kind of transport this out of the jungle. Um, it's It sounds like a weird concept for a movie, um, but it's, it's incredibly well made. If you like Apocalypse Now and... You like the Indiana Jones movies and things like that. This this movie will really work for you. Um, it, it's told in a series of vignettes, um, but it's it's interesting and it's it's an action adventure film. And nobody really knows this movie. No, you know William Friedkin directed um, Exorcist and um, The Boys in the Band and Cruising, uh, The French Connection. So you know he's he's really well known for all of those films. I think Sorcerer is his best film. So I'm excited wow. to bring this movie here and, and expose new audiences to it. I always love taking this movie that not many people know and doing that. And Neighborhood Watch is very much a part of that. Yeah. So for that's what we have slated. Future Neighborhood Watches will include um, another movie like that uh, that not many people know is this amazing documentary called Dark Days which is about homeless people who live in in the subway tunnels of New York. Um, DJ Shadow did the score for this film. Uh, The filmmaker, I think it's Mark Singer, I can't remember for sure, but he rented this like 16 millimeter black and white camera 
um, and just, you know, would go down there every once in a while. It, it It's a weird film um, in that it captures something that's completely unique and different. It feels like a scripted movie in parts, but it's not. It's an actual documentary. Um, and, you know, documentaries are interested, interesting because if you're a documentarian, you go out to shoot these films, you don't know what you're getting most of the time. And sometimes documentarians strike absolute gold. This is that. But not many people know this movie, so this is another one I'll be bringing later this summer. Um, I think we're going to do some fun B-movies like Tammy and the T-Rex, Hell Comes to Frogtown starring Roddy Piper. Nice. And uh, I really want to, in, in maybe July or August, do a Michelle Yeoh mini festival series mm. um, where we show, again, everything everywhere all at once. Um, crazy Asian, uh, crazy rich, rich Asians, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which has an amazing new 4K restoration, uh, and then some are for classic Hong Kong uh, action films. So we'll call it Yao Knighted. Oh, sure. That's a great, that's a flawless name. It's good. It rolls off the tongue. I actually have some pitches for movies that I think we should bring here. Okay. For our neighborhood watch as well. Fast and Furious. Oh, God. Fast. He's going to go through all the Fast and Furious films, folks. Fast and Furious 2. Here we go. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. Uh, fast 4. Fast forward to the next film series? Okay. Uh, right. Air Bud. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's- Air Bud 2, Golden Receiver. Stop. Just stop. Spooky Buddies. Air Bud 3, World Pup. All right. Airbud four, seventh inning fetch. I'm gonna stop you there. Airbud five, Airbud spikes back. And we're gonna take a break. We will convene without the airbuds. Air buddies in a minute. Join us after the break. Hi there, my name is Lee Metzger, host of The Lowdown, where you can find news and discussions about upcoming events, movies, author talks, concerts, comedy shows, and more. A new episode comes out every other week, making sure that you stay up to date with the latest information about all the exciting things going on at the United. You can also look forward to hearing exclusive interviews with local and visiting artists, touring musicians, comedians, those featured authors, and others. Hear them talk about their experiences at the United, upcoming projects, all sorts of things. So make sure to subscribe to The Load-In on your podcasting app and turn on notifications so you can stay up to date with the latest info on the United Theater. Now back to the show. Snow Buddies, the search for Santa Paws. Guys, we're still going. Uh, thank you for coming back from the break. If you did join us, I'm almost done. Uh, we are. It, it, this break has been an hour. Um, I spared you all. Uh, Snow Buddies two. Okay, so talking about our other film series. So Neighborhood Watch is our our, our big one. It's our first one. It's the one I'm I'm most excited about personally. Um, but since then, and with the success of it, we've launched a number of other film series. One of them is called United Rewind. United Rewind is interesting because it touches on the history of the, the United Theater. This theater was built in, 19, or opened in 1926. United Theater was a vaudeville theater at first, and then quickly, very quickly transitioned to a full-time movie theater. Showed silent films. It was the first theater in the area to show talking pictures. And it was a one-screen cinema until 1986. There were a couple of other cinemas in the area, one being the Central Cinema. The Central was known as the place to go see quote-unquote B-movies, you know, like the Westerns and things like that. The United was the one that showed the big movies. Um, You know, your 
your Ben Hur's and your greatest show on earth and things like that. So we created this series called United Rewind to celebrate that history of the United showing some of these huge classic films. Um, and this is this is kind of your Turner Classic Movies edition of a of a film series, and we show classic films. Uh, we were doing this every couple of weeks. Now we're doing it once a month um, just because we have so many film series and we're trying not to oversaturate. We've shown everything from Rear Window to Roman Holiday, Sunset Boulevard, Fiddler on the Roof, Psycho, Frankenstein, Maltese Falcon, uh, American in Paris, Gone with the Wind. Uh, Casablanca. Last, last night, uh, we showed Lawrence of Arabia, one of the greatest films ever. Oh, um, yeah. And what's fun about this one is these are films you don't get to see on the big screen um, very often or you never have seen on the big screen. So it's kind of a beautiful thing to bring these films back to the big screen for one night. Um, the movies we have coming up for that series in April, uh, April 12th, we have Sidney Poitier in A Patch of Blue, which is an amazing film. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause on May 17th. And um, again, an action adventure film in June to coincide with the release of the new Indiana Jones film. And that's Treasure of the Sierra Madre with Humphrey Bogart, uh, which is also one of my favorite films ever. Can I ask you a question about Rewind? Yes. Is there, uh, like, what's the cutoff? The year? Is that kind of like up to? The 90s. Early 90s is the cutoff. Uh Um, I think the the, the newest movie we've shown is Field of Dreams. Oh, sure. In this series. Um, So I would say early 90s, late 80s. Um, is probably the cutoff. At first, it was 1986 because that's when the theater. That closed. makes sense. Yeah, but, sure. But you know, it's a it's good to throw in some other stuff here yeah. and there. Um, these movies are a lot of our repertory stuff. A lot of our neighborhood watch, unless it's a brand new movie, um, are are very inexpensive too. Um, I think we charge five seven dollars a ticket. Five dollars. Yeah, no, seven dollars. It's five dollars cash, five seventy-five card. Perfect. So these are really affordable, and totally. it's, it's a fun night out. Um, another series we do um, monthly is called Story to Screen. We partner now with the Westerly Library on this one. We pair a movie with some readings of some children's books. Um, so the the either one of the the two children's librarians from the library they come in they do a reading before the film and then we watch the movie itself the last one we did was um this film Terra Willy which is this great the French uh, film it's a French film this great space movie um our next few we're going to show Kubo and the Two Strings uh in April the Lego movie in May and Ponyo the the Studio Ghibli film in June um and that Lego were, movie was incredibly dope it's so fun yeah it's fun there's not many these are at 10 a.m on the last sunday of the month generally there there's not many new movies coming out in theaters for kids these days it's all jumping right to streaming kids need the opportunity to go out and and you know do activities outside of the home and and kids should be exposed to movie theaters and going to the movies this series is fun because i've seen so many we've run this for a year and a half now maybe I've seen so many kids come out to the movies for their first time ever. You know, little kids, two, three, four years old. And, and you'll talk to the parents and they'll say, yeah, this is their first movie. And we give free popcorn with the, the price of admission for these. So it's really fun. It's, it's a whole of, experience. It is. It's great to see that. Uh, we have an Italian film series that we're running in partnership with the Dante Society here in Westerly. I'm really excited about this one. 
Yeah, it's um, once a month. Uh, we show a classic Italian film. The first was Cinema Paradiso. Uh, next week on Monday, the 27th. These are pretty early. These are Mondays at 4. Um, we're showing Umberto D. Um, very bleak, classic uh, Italian neorealist film uh, by uh, De Sica. Um, you know, a lot of people will show Bicycle Thieves. That's his big, well-known film. Umberto D to me is is the better of the two, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to bring that here. Um, we have more to come there. We're gonna we're gonna show a couple of the uh, Sergio Leone spaghetti westerns coming up, and that's um, what I'm really excited about. Gotta love them. I accidentally watched A Fistful of Dollars uh, before The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, so I need to remedy that. Yeah. Well, another so another fun thing I'm gonna bring to Neighborhood Watch this summer is. A double feature of uh, two Kurosawa classics, Yojimbo and Sanjuro, which is like the great. To me, that's to me. There's no greater double feature than Yojimbo Sanjuro. That combo, and if you don't know those films, um, they're they're like they're samurai films. They're they're samurai films that really kind of influenced Star Wars and George Lucas and and um, you know Sergio Leone remade a lot of Kurosawa films. So. Mm-hmm. Yojimbo Sanjuro is, I mean, some uh, peak, they're peak short. cinema. They're short too, so as a double feature, it works really well. Um, let's see, what other film series do we have? We have sometimes we'll show non-film series repertory films, uh, or do short little fun things. Like for Thanksgiving last year, we did something called T. Hanksgiving, and we showed a bunch of really great Tom Hanks films just because it it's fun. Um, we ran a Black Voices series for showcasing the best uh, now working uh, Black filmmakers. Um, we ran that for for a couple of years. We have two new series that we're starting off um, this spring. And now this is exclusive. This is a this is an exclusive. This hasn't been announced anywhere. This is brand news. Very exciting. Um, the first of these is called Seen and Heard. Seen spell S C E N E. Seen and Heard celebrates two of our favorite art forms here at the United, film and music, um, by showcasing the greatest and most original music-themed films. Uh, So it's a monthly series like all others, um, and these are just films that have to do with the music industry, musicians. They don't have to be documentaries. Some of them will be concert films. I just saw this week, because Lee shared it with me, that A24 is re-releasing... uh, stop talking no stop making sense the uh, talking heads film mm-hmm. um that's being re-released soon so i'm excited for that that will that might even be just a run here you know and not a one-off but it's gonna be dope gonna if be you dope. haven't seen that clip basically david byrne shows back up to get his big goofy suit <laughs> from the dry cleaner <laughs> from the dry cleaning and starts doing his <laughs> the movements i don't know if you can call that dancing but the shimmy it's yeah. the, the the burn shimmy um so our first film in the series though is i i had to pick this one i had to kick off with this one because it's it's one of my top three favorite films of all time and that's inside lewin davis by the coen brothers have you seen this movie? oscar isaac mm-hmm. it's it's amazing um it's just a fun the music in this movie especially you know marcus mumford worked mm-hmm. on a lot of the soundtrack and uh, Justin Timberlake is in it with Adam Driver. It's just it's a fun movie, but it's music for as far as music films go. This is 
my favorite music film. So it seemed right to kick things off. And that is uh, Tuesday, May 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Um, And then our next one after that is Meet Me in the Bathroom, which is this great documentary about the early 2000s indie rock scene coming out of New York with the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's LCD sound system, bands like that. Um, That's a documentary, and that's going to be our June version. Um, And we have a huge list a huge list of potential films for this series. Um, and, and like any other series listeners, if you have suggestions, if you're like, you know what you should play, um, please send them our way because we love taking, you know, taking requests here on the, uh, on the film line. Now I do. So this is the first time I'm hearing about this, this scene and heard series. And the first thing that comes to my head and probably the same for the listener is, are we going to be showing pup star? Pupstar, of course, is the uh, the film released by Airbud Entertainment w- that features a uh, a dog that becomes famous because she wins a singing um, uh, like a singing competition similar to uh, akin to The Voice, and of course she goes on to World Pup Two or uh, sorry um, Pupstar World World Tour, and then there's a third one, but that one it do- that one does escape me right now. Yeah, Lee, Lee gets paid by the estate of the Airbud people. Robert Vince, yeah, he writes my, he signs he, my checks. He signs his checks. Sorry, folks. Um, if anybody wants to see what a man looks like, uh, if he had ramen noodles as hair, look up Robert Vince. He's the, he's the director, writer, and executive producer of all Airbud Entertainment. I don't think films. you understand how great of a segue that is. Uh, our next series that we're launching. In June, another exclusive here. And I'm really excited about this one because I think with this series, we're also going to launch a bunch of uh, talks with like cookbook authors and things like that. This is this one's called Food on Film. This is a, a screening series that pairs screenings of the greatest cinematic culinary classics with delicious thematic food and beverage specials from some of our area's best restaurants. Amazing. It's fun. Uh, because what we're going to do here is we'll, we'll show a movie and then we'll work with a restaurant and have them have some special menu offerings that night in their restaurant, not here at the theater, um, that complements it. So you can go to dinner before or after this movie and you're eating some of the menu items made in the movie. Um, I, I'm hoping, have you ever heard of Binging with Babish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hoping Binging with Babish, who has this great YouTube channel and, and has released cookbooks and his his kind of thing is taking these great dishes from film and tv shows and and remaking them and and kind of creating them um i'm hoping i can get him to come do an event here as part of this series down the road once we launch it get action bronson to come in action bronson uh, i mean we could i mean we can get uh what's his name uh from the bear um oh um jeremy no not him the 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 guy that's like Maddie Matheson. Oh, Maddie Matheson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love to get Maddie Matheson. Um, I, I'm trying to. So Bradley own at Bon Appetit, who has his own his own huge following and, and actually lives in this area, hopefully is going to be a part of this. Like I said, part of this, which I'll talk about in a second, is the food mm-hmm. films. Um, but another part is we're going to be bringing in cookbook authors and chefs and interesting people just to have fun, have talks. And the, the goal here is to partner with some of our best restaurants. So yeah. the first one we're doing here on Sunday, June 18th is Tampopo. Tampopo is this amazing spaghetti Western ramen Japanese film. 
it's a fictional film it's not a documentary or anything like that it's a really unique little movie um criterion put out a great uh, criterion release of it a few years ago um and we're we're doing that movie and then nana's right on campus here um if you've not eaten at nana's check it out um amazing food all around they're doing a special ramen menu that night to complement the movie screening so I'm, I'm excited for this one um I think it's kind of unique and different. This and one's it, pretty brutal to talk about when I'm so hungry. Yeah, yeah. Well, some other ideas. I mean, I don't know if, how these are going to come to fruition or if they will, but like the movie Big Night, um, and uh, I think the the dish they cook in that movie is Il Timpano, I think it's called. Really complicated Italian dish. Mm. Um, I would love to do that. Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. We We could do that. I mean, it's a terrible movie, though. Ratatouille I would love to do, but Disney would not allow us to probably show Ratatouille here. Uh-huh. Um, but it's one of my favorite Disney movies. What about like Chef or Burnt? We could show Chef. We could show, uh, oh my God, I have a list somewhere of like 20, and I have a book. Um, what about Waiting? Waiting with- uh, Ryan Reynolds and Justin About Long. fast food? No, uh, about like Applebee's basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly- Anything like that would go. Even like Roadrunner, the documentary about Anthony Bourdain. Or Roadrunner, the documentary about... Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Roadhouse. Never oh, mind. Roadhouse, yes. That's a good neighborhood watch. Roadhouse. Yeah, for sure. I've got, another, I've got a whole list of neighborhood watch we films. Have, everybody has a list for neighborhood watch films. We should combine them into one list because, I mean, the sky's the limit there. Um, There's some good ones on here. If if you say Airbud, so help me God. What? I won't. G- give me one. Okay. Give me one. I- I'll give you a bunch, actually. Listen to these. Mannequin. Valley okay. of the Dolls. Okay. These Whatever are, Happened to Baby Jane. I didn't think these would Mommy be Mommy Dearest. I thought you were doing a bit. No. I I, I wasn't going to do a bit, but then, <laughs> then you made a really funny joke about them all being Airbuds. <laughs> how am I not going to follow I mean, through? I mean, you, you threw me an alley-oop. Valley of the Dogs. Mally and the <laughs> just make dog versions of all of these Face movies. Off. Face Off would be dope. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. We should do um, a back. We should do a double feature where we watch Days and Confused and then Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, speaking of a double, you know what I want to do is um, the Before Trilogy. Have you seen any of these movies with no. Ethan Hawke? Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, before, uh-uh. before Sunrise, Before Sunset. I, th- I can't. Before Midnight. Before I can't dawn, remember maybe? the three. Maybe. There's three of them. Uh-huh. Uh, about the genesis of a relationship. Oh, cool! Amazing. It would be a great triple feature. Oh, wow! So, I mean, these there's so many options. Um, there's so many good, good, good movies out there. Um, but we want to invite people to kind of give us their recommendations and suggestions. Um, yeah, within reason, um, because you know this is a this is a community film program here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have not come out to these films, please do. Keep an eye out. Come talk to us. Uh, come into the United. Talk to Lee. Talk to me. If and I'm the chan- the the channels on social media are open. If you uh, if you send a uh, if you send a, a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, that goes right to me. So I'll uh, you know th- you'll basically get put on a list that will send to the government. Um, no, we'll uh, you know we'll slowly build a list of recommendations so that you can see your ideas being represented by what we program. Yeah. We want a diversity of programming here. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I think, you know, 
if this stuff keeps growing in popularity like it is, um, you know, this this could be our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could be doing more and more and more of this and less of the big budget superhero films that were showing as first run. Uh, to me, that's a that that's a great goal um, for us to get to a point where our film community is so strong that we can just play the art house fun uh, esoteric fair and then some occasional bigger budget things thrown in the mix like the new Dune or what have you. Yeah. Um, and really curate this uh, film programming here even more than we are currently. So that's that's the goal and hopefully we'll get there. Um, but, you know, come out. We, we, we're a very interesting movie theater here. We're not a multiplex. You can come. You can have a beer. We have a, a, a great selection of, of drinks and it's just it's a fun experience coming to the United. Um, it's a little different, and we're trying our best to curate that for you. So, check it out. Check out our film series. Uh, check out Lee's podcast every other week, The Load In, because that's the place to get the recommendations and scoop on what's currently playing here. Yeah, yeah. I I'm uh, I'm doing this fun little thing where I watch the movies that we have, so that when I go on the show, I can actually talk about them. So I did just watch Living, and I did just watch. Um, Oh, I watched another movie. Shazam? Shazam. I watched Shazam and I watched Living. And uh, and you can hear my opinions on those if you listen to The Loden um, next week. So um, definitely definitely listen to that show. And like Tony said, um, if you're looking, if you're trying to figure out what is going on down at the, at the United Theater, The Loden is a great resource to have. I talk about all the movies that we have, all the movies that, are, will, that will be coming up in the next month or so the events that we have, what to expect, uh, things that are going on in the gallery and the black box. So definitely give it a listen. And uh, just to plug a couple of the things that we do have coming up, uh, for another week, um, we are playing Champions, we're playing Shazam, and we're playing Living here at the United. Next Friday, the 31st, actually Thursday the, 20, uh, the, Thursday the 30th, we're doing a sneak preview screening at 740 the new Dungeons and Dragons movie, which is being really well reviewed, it's supposed to be a really fun movie. I'm I'm stoked for that one. Uh, yeah, I said stoked. That's right. Yeah, I I'm jacked it. and pumped. Yeah, I'm totally ripped for D and D. So that is opening on the 30th. We're opening the new film, uh, the new A24 film, Close, also on that weekend. And then big movie mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday, April 5th, the Super Mario Bros. movie. And this movie looks so much fun. Uh, Every I, time I watch the trailer, oh I God. laugh out loud. It's, I mean, this movie is going to do really well. I think it's going to bring in kids and mm-hmm. their parents who are equally excited to see this movie. Yeah, it looks fun. It, it, it hits every Mario reference from every game and every console over every decade. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's fan service at its best, and but it actually looks good. So. Yeah, I, I bet it's going to be another one of those things where, like, it's like the Lego movie. Nobody really expected the Lego movie to, like, hit no. as well as it did. Nope. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, my God, why am I feeling things? And why am I laughing and crying? And it's yeah. amazing. I think it's going to be that. So that opens on the 5th of April. Um, tickets are on sale now um, for, for the early screenings there. So So go onto our website pre-buy some tickets because I think that one's going to be a bona fide hit. Uh, so check it out. I will end it there. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Uh, but in the meantime, 
like I said, check out our website, check out these films, check out these repertory films and these film series and join us. Um, join us at the next Neighborhood Watch screening. Become a part of this burgeoning film community here in Westerly, Rhode Island. Um, and, you know, we're excited. We want to continue doing this kind of these kinds of programs and, and talking more about film and enjoying film with you and watching together. That's the point. So until next time, I'm Tony Noons. Thank you, Tony, for uh, having me. I'm Lee Metzger. And we will talk to you again. Bye.